Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. <laughs> what happened? It Nothing bounced. Happened. Did it? Didn't it? it gl- yeah, it's sort of like, I'm sure it bounced or glitched. Oh. Maybe it was a glitch on my, on my, on my internet. It's so when did he did he did he do? Oh. <laughs> That's me. But it sounded good. probably choking on my bow bun. Being sick on it. <laughs> choking on your what? My bow bun. You what? One of those, you know, a Chinese filled bun. Oh, about oh, have you got a bow bun? Yeah, I did have. Yes, I've eaten it now. Oh, what? Yes. Did you get a takeaway one? Uh, yes. From from Bao? Yes, right, from Chinatown and, and bought it Ooh, mm. From Chinatown and then drove it. Wasn't it cold by the time you got home? <laughs> no, a long you, way you, to take, go you for get a them as takeout and then, they, and then you reheat them when you're home. Oh, was it just as nice? It's lovely. Was it filled <laughs> with um, pork or something? Duck. Oh, Lucy. Mm. Did you want to treat yourself? Uh, no, someone else got it for me, actually. <gasps> Who got that? What are you not allowed to say? No, secret. Was it a man or a woman? Is it a man? <laughs> Is Jeff listening? <laughs> I shouldn't think so. I think he Jeff, listens to the bits he did. Someone bought your girlfriend a, a bum. A bun. Um, not just a bun, a bum. A sticky bum. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I wow. will buy you a bow bun, Harriet. Oh, thanks, thanks, it thanks. makes you happy. A sticky bow bun. Yes. Okay, anyway, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, so hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Fabulous Febreze, and Lucy Freeman. Now, <laughs> Lucy's current, I'm looking at the script and Lucy's writing live. She's live writing. Either that or it's a ghost. Now, before, or it's Susan again in the room. Before we make a start on your emails, are you ready? Yes. Because you're writing. No, 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 I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay. Let's have a recap. It's going to be one of those weeks, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell already. Let's have a recap. Oh, do we have to? Do we have to? Let's find out what happened this week in Ambridge. It was a Kerry Davis week this week, and I honestly think we should have a whip round. I hope he's part of a union and can protest about being given this week's particularly <laughs> sumptuous set of shit storylines, some of which I cannot even bring to myself to write about. They were so awful. We began the week at the Flower and Produce show where Clary swept the board and Carol Toboggan swept the floor after being disqualified for insisting on putting weed in absolutely everything. Bert Fry also won from Beyond the Grave, which was very nice indeed, and Kirsty erected a washing line on stage from which she suspended the villagers' dirty pants. I'd forgotten about the whole soil sample thing and thought this was a new category for the Flower and Produce, longest skid mark. But no. Oh. It wasn't just me, though. Tony, now firmly in his second childhood, was also confused and glanced 
glanced up from his colouring book to say, <laughs> washing lines are for clean pants, not dirty ones. That was an actual quote, by the way. I'm not even making that up. <laughs> Pip steamrolled Chelsea into cutting Rosie's hair, which I was hoping was the last push Chelsea would need when she realised that having her baby would mean she'd have to have familial contact with that <laughs> entitled head girl. More on baby gate, safety gate. With her usual impeccable timing, Jill ordered a huge Brookfield family gathering to bring them all together and highlight the fact that Beth and Ben were in a gargantuan mood with each other. Pull yourselves together, children, she hooted and smile, say, termination. Those pictures must have been a riot. Ben's tear-streaked face, like Juliet Stevenson in Truly Madly Deeply, snot dangling from each nostril, and a blurry flash in the corner, which was Beth heading for the village pond. I am being flippant about it, yes, as I am fed up with it now. Beth said she couldn't get rid of the image of Ben having sex with someone else, and now I can't either, so thanks for that, Beth. I much preferred it when Ben was just loud music playing upstairs that gave Ruth something else to moan about. He's much more annoying now we know who he is and we have to care about him. There was another episode that reinforced how very, very odd Ruth is. Her reactions are entirely unpredictable. You just cannot tell how she's going to respond to any stimulus. She was wallpapering with Leonard and he mentioned biscuits and she pissed herself laughing. <laughs> Jill's making biscuits, Leonard! Somehow the idea of having biscuits with a cup of coffee made her roar with laughter. She's lived with Jill for about a decade. How is she still finding biscuits funny? Then Josh mentioned she doesn't like he doesn't like boiled eggs or something and she's bashing him round the head with a plank while crying. It's so odd. Anyway, Jill and Leonard were trying to sneak off to a lay-by for a bit of dogging on the bypass under the guise of going to look at IKEA wardrobes, but unfortunately Ruth got a whiff of this and realized she might have a chance of getting out of the house and stealing all the little tiny pencils. So she demanded to come along too. Ruth cunningly suggested they stop at a services en route so she could go for the pension and death hat trick. But they made it in one piece. Once said stop Jill trying to have a wee in one of the pretend bathrooms, Leonard realised that Ruth was about to invest in a wardrobe, probably called Snurt or something, which was basically a load of plywood held together with blue tack. Ruth seemed baffled at the concept of quality, and anyway, she just wanted to buy 475 tea lights for 25p and get a Swedish lolly she could get stuck in Jill's hair on the way home. Henry is into trap music. I can see why an 11-year-old would be into that. It's all about life on the streets, boys in the ghetto whose mummies make them wear mini Bowden when they're actually really into Hollister. <laughs> and in other news, Valerie and Steve at Overton are doing the soil sample thingy. You heard it here first, kids. <laughs> Joy cometh in the morning. I'm actually more worried about who's already cometh in the geriatric sex pond she's oh. inherited from Mick's uncle, but Joy seems happy. We've already had hilarious hot tub shenanigans with Adam and Ian, but apparently we're in line for some more, oh splendid. Helen also returned to put a stop to Joy's fun, splooshing around drinking when she should be inside watching the world at war like Helen. <laughs> but what about Henry? Helen whinged, and Joy immediately decided to not only renounce the sex pond, but concrete over her entire garden, never go outside again and cut off her arms and legs. Maybe she's been learning her reactions from the Ruth Archer School of Absurdism. As predicted, the turkeys turned out to be goldfish. But more disturbing was Eddie's reaction. I mean, I know we're in between Doctor Who series, but I think Eddie discovering time travel and returning to the person he was 20 years ago is a bit of a stretch. And everyone talking about it endlessly. Oh no, not another one of your scams, Eddie. Oh, another Grundy scam, said Jolene. We get it. You are reminding us that Eddie was once a lovable rogue. The key word there is lovable. He wasn't. He was a massive pain in the arse borderline criminal and a huge burden to poor Clary. 
Let's not go back there. It was a bit lazy and two-dimensional. I was enjoying the new, slightly more insightful, slightly more thoughtful Eddie. But there we go. That's why we can't have nice things. And poor old Kerry, thoughts go out, etc. <laughs> the end. I was thinking that this week. I was thinking, uh, who, like, I, I didn't yeah. know who was written. It was like, when the script went, yeah. they just must have gone, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. yeah. Where is the yeah. plot this yeah. week? And so Chelsea still hasn't made up her mind. She's still trotting around the village talking to everybody apart from a doctor. She hasn't even gone to, I mean, I know she's probably done several pregnancy tests, but it's probably a good idea just to go and double check, maybe have an early scan or something. If we have a situation where she comes back, goes to the doctor and then comes back and says to, <laughs> to Tracy, you're not going to believe this, mum. I'm not pregnant. I am going to just go. It was all a dream. Yeah. I know. I read the it? little thingy wrong. I thought it was like a COVID they, test and I read the line wrong. Because I was thinking I was <sighs> thinking that, you know, that would sort of be a perfect outcome, but they couldn't do it because that it's just... I would march on Broadcasting House with a burning <laughs> beacon myself. <laughs> but surely everybody's... Uh, like, what do you... Yeah, it's a... Yeah, it's a bit... Uh, it's a bit... I don't know, it's tedious a bit, isn't it? It is. It is a really interesting storyline. <sighs> it's well, not that interesting. I mean... No, but this no, but is life. A... This is proper, proper, drawn out, no. boring, anxiety filled life. I don't want that. I like no. nice, quick. Yeah. Okay. Dum, da -dum, made up her mind. La la la. Off we go. Well, also, quick resolution is good. Yes. There's no quick resolution. But no. in a way, what they need to do then is just quicken it up. So yeah. make the decision. Just yeah. decide. And then at least there's sort of a burden off all of us yes. in a way. And, and it presume... is all about us. <laughs> well, no, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's not, a, it's not about it's giving a, a fair representation of a teenage girl battling with the dilemma about termination. It's about how bored we are. But in a way, like I don't really even believe mm. that it's because, well, unless she's sort of been in denial. But it's not like I'd be starting to panic because the bigger a baby gets, mm. the less likely you'll want to gonna have a termination, mm. presumably. Yeah. So there is a, like when Tr Tracy's so patient, but I think as the mother, I'd be like, yeah, I actually demand you go and see someone professional mm. because, or you're not, because it's, so it sounds horrible, doesn't it? But it's sort of a bit irresponsible in a way, isn't it? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. But it's such a complicated, yeah. difficult subject, isn't it? So, like, you know, but it's a bit ploddy. To be. I mean, yeah. I just like Tracy doesn't seem, no, she's like, the, she's got too much patience, hasn't mm. she? I know she's being really good. And as I just told you earlier, I'm trying to be, I heard a radio <laughs> program about patience patient parenting and how we all need to be patient parents because of our kids nervous systems but i mean come on tracy you're taking it too far <laughs> tell her to make your minds up so we can all get on with our lives you prefer more punchy parenting don't you <laughs> punchy parenting not in a physical way obviously <laughs> chop chop come along we have places to go put it down no not now come on Ten, nine, <gasps> eight. Yes, yes. Oh yes, I've been doing so much yes. of that, and then just losing it. Yeah. you get three, two, one. Right, that's it. You're yeah. grounded. Yes, that's it. Forever. You're never allowed out. Okay, again. fine. Okay, well, that's it. Just no, t no telly. No, 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 no telly. Oh, okay, fine. You can watch. Okay, fine. Fifteen. Yeah. Actually, mummy has got to do something. So actually, you can. But I'm still not not cross with you. I'm still extremely cross. Look. <laughs> this is me being cross. I'm just also cross. I'm busy. That's different. <laughs> yeah, I haven't found.
found that patient parenting has made much difference to my child's behaviour. All those things just make you feel more guilty about what you're already doing. Exactly. They shouldn't Mm. be allowed to put radio programmes out like that. Stop interfering in the way we're all parenting. (laughs) We know what we're doing. Shut up and go away. But it was a bloody, bloody week, wasn't it? No, no, it was just the, the, the heady... Oh, oh God! All of that, Lucy. It was sort of unbe- Are they I was gutted because I was actually quite pleased because I believed for like two seconds that they were yeah, actually leaving the ball, we and do. I thought, brilliant, Fallon and Harrison can take it over, I and I had it all twist. lined up. Yep. Yeah, but then of yeah, well, yeah. They, literally for about ten seconds, then and then like, ha, oh. ha, ha. no, because I liked Jolene, like she, because she is like. Because it's unbelievable that Kenton would have fallen for it. Yeah. So the fact that Jolene was like, you yeah. Jay, and even and, and and it's and it's unbelievable that Eddie would be so. What you're going to get three pints out of it, you know? Yeah. Or, or Kent, Kenton would have just gone fine, whatever. Yeah. You know, you'll get over it. Or yeah. But Clary was believable in her sort of. Oh, I yeah. Don't feel comfortable, Eddie. And um. But yeah, just Eddie was really annoying, yeah. wasn't he? It's just yeah. a shame that. I know. I don't like it. I don't like. And why are we are we back to this Grundy scam business? Because uh, Clary said it, uh, Jolene said it, someone else said it. I'm like, are we? Are we? Is this what we're doing now? We're going back. Is have, it because have we decided now, that? Well, is it because Eddie has become Joe and George is becoming Eddie? Eddie in the grand, you know, in the. Mm. In, but I don't. I think George is going to have to change a bit, yeah. a bit for us to just. We we all hate hearing him, don't we? Yeah. Well, he's like Hazel or something. He's but without the nuance. He's just there's no one charm. note, just awfulness. Yes, yeah. and and it's not his fault because he no. hasn't been he hasn't been able to show us. Um, you know, a sort of no. It's an awful part side. to be playing because yeah. because you've got nothing to feel any sympathy with him over. No, well, that's the thing. It's just horrid. I mean, actually, it really needs um, Clary just to give him a big slap Mm. on the arse, doesn't it? Well, what's missing is Emma. Emma balances all of this out, I think, and it's her absence is glaring. She's she's at the pub, Lucy. Oh, yes, apparently she's very, very worried, isn't she? And isn't that interesting that um, (laughs) despite the fact that she knew that her Auntie Tracy was absolutely desperate for work. Oh, my God. uh, She didn't mention the pub job to her. She didn't talk to her about the chicken factory. She, you know. The chicken factory stuff, is that, that's gone away now? I don't know. It can't. I really just put a plea in (laughs) that it, please give us a resolution Make it have a point. Please because it, it can't just go away. We can't just know that Gemma's there. That I'm sure that's going to come back eventually. It has to. The because plots I, at the moment are like a game of consequences. You know when you when yeah you, when you're trying to match everything. Yeah, up. Yeah, when you yeah. when you write things on a piece of paper and then fold up the thing and then you know and then the dragon said and then you pass it to the next person yeah. and then it's like yeah. a children's party game. Yeah, or they're just tiny little things like it, it feels like it's a fit like last week was a bit of a filler week and this week is a filler week mm. because I suppose there was the big Chelsea drama and now we're all biding our time a bit waiting for the big decision and then finally we can get on with the rest of the archers but mm. what I mean presumably the Kent and Jolene thing that's done also why would Jill what a bitch have the party uh 
like literally the day after Shula leaves. Yeah. It's like you're such a slap in the face. Hooray! Plate. She's gone. <laughs> quick, bring out the bunting. Blow out the balloons. Who's got the candy, party candy? It's quick, so quick, quick. weird that, I know, isn't it? I know. And like, Jill was such a bitch about Beth not being yeah. in the photo. But I she could try. They're not for. But that feels like something that my, when my granny got really old and to the end of her life, she got quite narky. And right. she was like, a you know, the loveliest, most generous, warm, sensible person. But then when she got really old, she just had no patience for anybody. Right. And she'd slag everyone off. Right. And I feel like it's the sort of thing that mm. someone quite cantankerous would do. Just get really cross with a young person yeah. for being a drama queen. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, Jill. Calm yourself, love. Just, well, uh... she probably feels a bit of a nit as well because she spent the whole of last week telling them how they were in it for the long haul and clasping their hands together. And basically, it was like an arranged, sodding marriage, wasn't yeah, it? And then all of a yeah. sudden, what do you mean you're not going to be in the photos? But how ridiculous. I mean, And she didn't how... care that Toby wasn't there. No. Also, she went to Toby. She went, he was like, oh, no, we haven't all got on, blah, blah. And then she went, you're a good father <laughs> a great adequate you're an adequate <laughs> she you're might a- as well have just <laughs> told him to frag off <laughs> um so there was a few things that i found disturbing this week oh, yeah. that made me feel slightly Ugh. oh yeah was leonard and ruth discussing jill Saying, oh, you know what she's like. Mm. And it was like somebody of a different generation. Yes. It wasn't a man talking about his lover, it, it's becoming... his partner. It was a care yes. relationship. Well, this is the problem, mm. isn't it? It's a bit like what we touched on last week. It's becoming awkward, yeah. isn't it? That, like, Leonard is so young and bouncy yeah. and full. Yeah. And, and you're right. He was she talk- now sounds 30 years older than him. Yes, it was like... They're talking about Leonard, mm. you know, someone that Leonard's caring for. Well, it's, well, it's, it's, you know, that saying that sort of, um, oh, you know what she's like. It's all right. I'll talk to her. I'll see if yeah. I can bring her around, you know. And it's that the conspiracy of the younger people against the older one. And I thought, yeah. no, she's your, she's supposed to be your contemporary. She's not, you shouldn't be talking about her like that. Yeah. I, I felt that. Yes. Uh, yes, uh, exactly. But oh, the then things... she's 96. I didn't realise she was mm. so old. Mm. She's like a Peggy, but yeah. without the adulation, because we didn't realise yeah. she was almost as old as Peggy. Well, I bet that well, rankled. Good... Anyway. Sorry, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose she's a good 10 years younger, actually, Lucy. <laughs> also, <laughs> Peggy is still alive. I keep needing yeah. to remember. <laughs> to remember that. Um, also... Ruth basically bullying Chelsea into cutting uh, Rosie's Pip. hair. Pip, Pip, sorry, yeah. I thought you'd just leave her alone. She's she's knackered. She's had a really hard day. She just oh wants to come God, home. Pip. Give up. It's Pip. your fault that you haven't had a child can't see out. That's, you or, know. A, is, is a child's haircut ever an emergency? No. Put a clip in it. Yes. A hairband exactly. or cut it with your kitchen scissors. Yeah. It's a kid. Yeah. You silly... Oh, for the voodoo's. But mm. Pip's so vain, isn't she? That's yeah. the thing. And she's Rosie is the princess. Yeah. But yeah, that was um she was horrible to Chelsea, I thought. And also horrible. the unreal Oh, let me pay you. Yeah. Um, oh god, I forgot my purse. <laughs> oh it It's okay? all right though, isn't it? Because you know, you've had some time in my kitchen and that's surely worth at least twenty and, like, quid of anyone's money. It's probably a good work experience for you. <laughs> Um, 
Also, I think it is a big, not cheek, but just a massively naive to include the boyfriend of your, the girlfriend of your 19-year-old grandson. Is he 19 or 20 or something? Jock, Ben. Ben, yeah. In your family photo, because the likelihood of them remaining together, you're going to look back on that in 15 years and think, who was that? Because yeah, but... he's going to have 17 other girlfriends after that, yeah, hopefully. That's, that's but... the beauty of those yeah. photos, isn't but it? Because... You look back and go, oh, yeah, do you remember? <laughs> Why you? I thought you were going to marry her. Thank God. Imagine that. <laughs> I like that for, for weddings thing. Um, oh, yeah. De- Debbie and I aren't together. And, oh, thank God. She was just awful. <laughs> She's now my wife. I can't remember the quote. It's such a funny one. She's not my girlfriend anymore. Yeah. Oh, thank God. She was awful. <laughs> She's now my wife. <laughs> but yes, and it was, it was, that was just Jill trying to manipulate the situation to yeah. kind of put right what she realised she'd done wrong sort of thing or she'd she'd over egged it a bit uh, what are you doing um, oh did, did you hear that yes <laughs> oh i'm sorry i was just sticking drawing pins into st paul's diary oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> like okay. some sort of voodoo doll is this, I wasn't a, is this a personal about... <laughs> project or just you're just bored <laughs> it's just really addictive i've got a bit of polystyrene as part of my soundproofing and I've got loads of drawing pins and I've started ah. sticking them in. But I didn't think you'd be able to hear that. Yes, there's a little noise. Yeah. Does that make you feel Whoa! a bit sick? <laughs> what did um, Clary say? Uh, oh, oh no, I've got two things. Yeah, no, one of them was when Clary and Eddie were... When Clary was pulling up beats or something. Do you remember that episode mm-hmm. when... I can't One of the Clary Eddie things. And then she was off to a WI meeting... And she said, um, oh, it's about, it's called Hats I've Known. And Eddie said, oh, but that's fun. Or, do you remember that? Yeah. What was, did, is, was it called Hats I've Known? Because I, I listened and listened and listened. And all I heard her say was, it's called Hats I've Known. Hats I've Known. <laughs> I <laughs> do don't you, know. Do you I couldn't remember? hear either. I do remember, but I couldn't hear either. I should have saved it. I should have saved it. But if anybody knows what that WI meeting was Hats that of... Eddie thought was absolutely, you know, <laughs> taking the mickey out of. Because <laughs> well, it can't have been hats I've known. Cats I've cat, known. Cats I've known. Pats I've known. We know. Well, Pat listens, doesn't she? But <laughs> Pat Archer. Pat McClelland and Pat Archer. There we go. There's two. We could do a talk. If anybody uh, was at that WI meeting or has any more information on it... Uh, or has some sort of in. translation service to use <laughs> with Clary. Hats are known. <laughs> Do a very good WI meeting, hats are known. <laughs> I just couldn't understand it. Also, there was this. Uh, I did I did save this one because I think it was tonight. Um, I think it was tonight's episode, Friday's episode. Well, let me have a look. It was when Chelsea came round to Pip's and Pip was just just uh, sharing a bottle of wine. Put, with yes, Rosie. put the bottle back in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Yeah. Right, okay. So I didn't. Hang on. Here it is. I didn't. I thought I might have misheard. Hang on. It's coming. Put the bottle back in the fridge, Rosie. <laughs> while I see who this is. Um, did I not mishear that? No, because <laughs> half of Twitter went. Oh, what? They're sharing bottles of wine now, are they? What are they? <laughs> I must have listened. Because she's too old times. for a bottle bottle, isn't it? For a bottle of milk bottle. 
do you think maybe that's the problem? She's having a bit too much milk, oh. isn't she? But no, I just assume they're having a bottle of wine together. <laughs> what else could it be? Because children don't have things in bottles unless she's like in neighbours and is just sort of like you know opening the fridge and then glugging the OJ out of the bottle and then putting <laughs> it straight back in the fridge <laughs> do you remember in neighbours that's yeah. what they used to do they come over from school open the fridge and just glug from the bottle yeah that made me laugh oh I wish I could I wish I'd saved the Clary thing I might try and find it later on Hats, um, hats, hats, I've known. Oh, I've got to find it. Oh, when you're reading an email, I'll see if I can okay. find it. Um, th- that was one thing. Um, but a bit, a bit, a bit. That was all my notes. Okay. It was a shitty week, wasn't it? Well, the, you know, like I do often, if it's a good week, I do try and listen back to the episodes, but I just couldn't be bothered. No. I mean, I, I enjoyed, sort of enjoyed the Leonard stuff. You but know, what happened? Nothing. nothing. But I know. So I thought there was going to be, uh, like, because it was funny. What we learned you... this week, children, is that if you put thingy paper, lining paper on your lining wall, paper. it makes it much smoother. And <laughs> Ruth had never heard of it. The but, end. But the, the the highlight of the week was when Ruth, when Leonard was saying, oh, I thought me and Jill would go and have a look at the showrooms. And Ruth was like, can I come? Yeah. And he was like, y- 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 do you really want to? <laughs> His disappointment to. was yeah. brilliant. Yes. But that's sort of the... I, can't I do really... think that Ruth is sectionable. <laughs> You're right. It's like she's always drunk, isn't it? Mm. Completely she... inappropriate reactions, totally disinhibited, roaring with laughter, then getting really, really angry and with no warning. You know, it's like, must be like living with a unexploded bomb the whole time. I think it's when you haven't prepped a script. Because <laughs> I you don't know then, what's coming. <laughs> you don't, so, or like when a newsreader accidentally smiles or laughs in the sort of really serious bit, and then there's like, but you know when you when you're re- when you're trying to bring life to a script, but you haven't read yeah. it, so you're like <laughs> laughing at the fact that oh he's died. Sorry, um, no. <laughs> How awful, Leonard. I'm so sorry, Jill. There was What's a... that? <laughs> Do you remember Radioactive from the 1990s? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I've heard of it. Radioactive used to do that brilliantly. They'd have local DJs going, um, <laughs> and we've got to do a special shout out for Mick McLennan of Dublin, who's 111. To... Oh, no, he's ill. He's ill. Sorry. <laughs> That a god. Yes, it doesn't just make me laugh that. But yes, no, you're right. That's it's this not things kind of. Bitty. It was a bit bitty. She seems to be continually taken by surprise by life, Ruth. Everything she startles does. her. But I th- also there's a bit less. There's there's not quite as much moaning as there used to be. She, no, that's because she she's now gone completely mad. She doesn't know what's yeah. going on anymore. She doesn't say no. No, quite as much, does she? No, she's more likely to sort of go off into fits of laughter about absolutely nothing. Well, maybe her and Leonard have a spark. Mm. <gasps> that might be the next twist. I think it won't. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Is Josh going to come on to Beth? That's what everybody's saying. Yeah. Mm. Well, I didn't because... but So half of me is like, of course not, because that's the Ed and Will, yeah. Emma storyline. Yeah. But then again, that was quite a long time and ago. And the Richard Locke, Shuler and Elizabeth storyline. Oh, that was way before my time. Because so, there'll be a lot of new listeners that won't remember the Ed. Also, no, Emma hasn't true. been in it forever. Yeah. 
So that seems like the obvious thing. Mm. I don't like Josh being all like, yo, bro, yeah, come here for a hug sort of thing. Because he didn't used to be like that yeah. at all. So well, Mr. Newby that tweeted that he said, I'm finding it really disorientating that I'm feeling sympathy and liking Josh. I don't like it and I don't understand it and it's scaring me. Because it, well, <laughs> he prefers it when, when it's yeah. everyone's very straightforward and acts completely according to type, you know. Totally, though. Josh yeah. isn't that person. No. He's not, he's a, like a, you know, like a, he's a normal sibling. Yeah. He's not that nice to his brother. No. But uh, yeah, all this sort of like support is a bit mm. irritating. Because I'll eventually just be like, oh, you, 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 you know, you're yeah. a dick and you have to, you know. And I think I would say, would have said to Ben, yes, tell her to, you know, encourage her to leave you because you, this is such a mess. Yeah. You're, this is not good. This is not going to be good for her, whatever happens. And I think, you know, th- that Ben's being a bit selfish by carting her along with him and probably secretly he does want her to go so that Mm. he doesn't have to make that decision yeah anyway interesting times maybe also i just think that that's the i don't understand how we went from the the mafia meeting with jill with the sausages and mash and the you two are going to be together forever yes yeah i love it and then i love you ben next episode she can't even be in the same room with him i'm gonna be sick maybe she's preggers <laughs> have we considered that that she might be pregnant as well uh Would that be too weird? yeah no people have said that too because she was sick wasn't she that or yeah. she said she was feeling sick and then well, she wasn't the only one um, i was feeling quite no. sick by then as well. <laughs> uh oh god who knows i'm I know. I should I know. care more. I, I care know. More. I'm feeling bad. But I, I don't, don't want Chelsea to have. Also, like, Chelsea was a fun hairdressing. Yeah. You know, fun old bean. And now she's got, a, you know, th- now she's got this quite, you know, heavy storyline. Yeah. And I don't. And then Tra- Tracy's had to become the sort of uh, earnest one as well. Yeah. I don't like it, Lucy. No. They're the I actually am missing Ardil. <laughs> I'm missing. Where's the he Ardil. gone? I don't know. I just actually can you go, can you bring him back, please? Is he still staying at Lillian's? <laughs> well, Lillian's never there because she's shag shag. Oh shag, yeah, she's, shag, in, the, she's in the shepherd's hut. She's in the shepherd's hut. Justin. <laughs> Come on, Justin. Harder now. Harder. Make this hut rock. <laughs> Get out of here, Constanza. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. Can we have Lillian back? <laughs> I mean, not Lillian. Lind- well, Lillian, Linda. Anybody, anybody that isn't Chelsea wafting around like a undec- indecisive sort of ghost without actually doing anything proper. There's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's quite a young show at the moment, mm. isn't it? Apart yes. from the scammers. But even the scammer's got a young one yeah. to play with now, hasn't he? <sighs> I've got a, if anyone is uh, listening who uh, casts for the Archers, I've got a fantastic actor for you. Fantastic. He's from the Black Country, Lucy. Do you mm. know where that is? Uh, yes. I don't really, but it's near Birmingham. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he sounds like them. Okay. But he's got a great accent. That he'd really stand out because he What's doesn't his have. Name? A, uh, he's called Ewan Goddard. Okay. He's a beautiful man. He's really funny, really nice, and his he's young, but his accent is slightly different to the sort of Midlands accents that the young people in the Archers have. Well, heaven forfend that we'd have somebody in the Archers who didn't sound like the rest of the people in the Archers. Exactly. <laughs> I keep saying to Ewan. Get in that show because you yeah. sound like the rest of them and you have a distinctive voice. Does he sound like Joy? Does he sound like Jazza? He said, I can't, I can't do his voice. Okay. Uh, incredibly, Lucy, I can't do his voice. He doesn't no, sound like do n- not none of them. Because it. it's quite a distinctive mm. sound, that black country yeah. accent, isn't it? Yeah. Not that I even know where the black country is, really. <laughs> is it near? Sort of like Never Eat Shredded, west of Birmingham, I don't in the know. countryside. I know, I know what it is, but I don't know where it is. But I, I can't find France it's, on the map, um, so I don't think you should be asking me, quite frankly. It's Peaky Blinders, Black Country. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're quite... We, me and you are quite centric. What's the word? London-centric. <laughs> A bit London-centric. I'm anti-geography-centric. I just don't know. It's not. It, I would like to say it's not my well, fault. Of no, course, it is my it fault is. completely. No, it's the teaching that we had yes. when we were younger. Yes, but you can do it yourself. I could look at a map and find out where these places are. I'm quite I? good at rivers. I can't be asked. I'm good at rivers, actually. Are you rivers yeah. of Europe? Did you colour them in? Uh, yeah, I can do rivers of Europe. Mm. Uh, I can do the Po, the Arno, the Seine. Yeah. The um, Dord. What's that other one in France? It's a big one. That, like people go boating on it's got beaches with the big arches and stuff Dordogne or what's that one I don't you know, know. Sort of goes, Loire oh the Loire yeah 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 <laughs> I thought they're all I stayed on that last year you'd think I'd know that wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway beat that <laughs> mm. no I can't I can't I'm in awe you've, you've just shot to the top of the geography department of uh, Ambridge on the couch <laughs> Much to, to much to Mr. Deeby's annoyance, who knows where everywhere is and has been there and well, knows the principal exports. I don't and mean the to be um, stereotypically gender biased, mm. but I feel like women have better things to do than know where things are. Yeah. Well, we do know where everything is, but it's things like car keys and where have I put my glasses <laughs> and where is my homework. We don't know where is the Rhine. No idea, but I don't need to know where the Rhine is right now. However, you do need. To find your piano book. Mm. <laughs> exactly. See, it's just a different sort of geography. I'm looking up the, the uh, black country, though. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, Dud- Dudley's in there. Dudley. So it is actually just very West Midlands. Yes. Right. Um, Pat McLennan has emailed us. Oh, yeah? She said, Clary talking about the diary. And Hang on, Lin- sorry. One second. Can I just take my jumper off? Yes. 
I didn't want to be rude. I've just taken my headphones off so I can't hear you. Oh. Sorry, I've been waiting, waiting the whole podcast to do that. Thanks. <laughs> Pat said, Clary talking about the diary and Lillian steamrollering Alan sounded like they were doing impressions of Harriet doing impressions of them. <laughs> As for Jill's advice to Ben and Beth, you can do it together, was very sinister. I think she was waving her sausage fork threateningly at Beth as she spoke. And no, sinister. thank you, Jill. I do not want broccoli with my sausage and mash, Pat. Um, what? I would broccoli like, was, oh, I'd broccoli love with broccoli sausage with mash. is great. Mash. Yeah. Not as good as peas, but it's good. Mm. Um, uh, Beatrice Bramble. Hey, BB. How are you? You're going to be disappointed. Is it a man? Don't... She said, it is indeed a pseudonym. Oh, stop it! My real name is not so fun or old-fashioned, but I do promise that I'm actually 25. The perfect generation to be encouraged not to use my real name on the internet. Yes, 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 yes that Beatrice. That is true. Mm. If you're a young person, you don't yeah, use no. your real name. You're I didn't called, know like, this until... Sticky Lips 747 Yes, stuff. I said... Mm. What? Anyway, never mind. I um, I've been texting. I was, I was talking to uh, William and said I really resent having to put my email address every time I want to get on free Wi-Fi somewhere. And he said, he just looked at me like, and he just went, "You don't put your real email address, do you?" And I said that to my dad before. Yeah, I said, "Yeah, what? Well, otherwise, how does it know it's me?" And he went, "Oh," I said, "What do you put?" And he's put, he said, "I put." I put poohead at bumface.com and he said, it accepts it. And I said, does it? It was like this whole world opened oh, up to Lucy, me. Oh, Lucy, I literally had the same conversation with my dad because <sighs> he's so honest. He kept Because sometimes you have to put your real email address if they need to verify it. But so much stuff, you know, they're just, they're yes. just mining for your info. Yes. So then you just make one well, up. Well, they didn't but... need to mine for mine. I just <laughs> handed it to them on a plate <laughs> with lettuce round it. With your bank account. <sighs> with my, yeah, mother's maiden name, a whole lot. Anyway, Beatrice Bramble, who isn't, says, as to how a 20-year-old American finds the archers, I was working a boring summer job and needed something to listen to, looked around the BBC website, saw the archers and fell down the rabbit hole. Wow. My first episode was Caroline Sterling dying. Very confusing and made me a Shula fan forever. Oh, sweet. Um, oh, yeah, because she's so my... close to Caroline. Yeah. She said, I hope my dog uh, spat the plastic out. Uh, he did, thank you. He doesn't really chew things up and swallow it. He just carries things around annoyingly in the hope that I'm going to chase him to get them back. Um, she also has advice for you. She says, Harriet, do not use TikTok. It is a hotbed of misinformation bolstered by algorithmic encouragement. Surely not. I believe everything I read on there. And she's <laughs> sent you um, some some, uh, some so reports. A new social about, media app. To yes, download. to tell you how shit TikTok is. And she said, however, if you must use it, Please create a reenactment of when you exploded the product placement drink on yourself because I still laugh about that sometimes. <laughs> she says, farewell from the Heidi Hall. Bye-bye, oh, Beatrice, in your Heidi Hall. Beatrice will always be Beatrice she to will. us. Yeah. BB. It's a cute name. It's it very, very well come up with. Yes. Uh, Liz Danziger says, can you two dial it back a bit? Olivia oh and God. I were laughing so much this morning we didn't notice the curry I was assembling included mint instead of ginger. And no, it wasn't a successful <laughs> accidental experiment. Oh, no. Oh, that sounds horrid. Um, I mean, that's quite difficult to mix up. Ginger's sort of But we were obviously and that <laughs> fascinating. 
I mean, ginger and mint, they're mm. tactic, tactile. Well, unless she was using dried ginger and dried mint, but even dried mint's green. <laughs> what the hell were you doing? Anyway. They were blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it's much Blind better for your senses going. to listen to podcasts blindfolded. Uh, not, probably not cook, though. Um, <laughs> Emily Andrews North says, I had to write in because after hearing that Beatrice Bramble listens, I realised <laughs> I am not the only young American listening to The Archers. Oh, my God, no way. I am 29 and I started listening in 2020 during COVID lockdown in Thailand, where I was living at the time. And I know you'll be thinking, how the hell did you find the archers? So I listened to Woman's Hour and during lockdown, people were writing into Woman's Hour about their dreams. And apparently a bunch of people were having (laughs) dreams about the archers. I'm not sure that's why that sounded appealing, but I found it on Apple Podcasts. Now, more than two years later, I haven't missed an episode. I discovered the podcast about two months ago and love listening to you both. Thanks for being the virtual archers club I was looking for. Yay! Thank you for listening. Yes. Also, that's heavy going to have started in lockdown during the monologues. Oh, you poor thing. You must have... God. I know. Hard to be hooked into that. Yeah. Yeah. So good that you're out the other side. Mm. Yay! Oh, that's so exciting, Lucy. I know. I love it that... That A, someone could find the archers in any part of the world. Yep. And B, then find us, Lucy. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy to be in your ears. You're being creepy again. <laughs> Stop it. <sighs> um, Steve Barry says, Dear Lucy, Harriet, Jeff, Fab, Feb, Febreze, Mr. Newbie, Cooper, and anyone else who is around. Cooper gets a shout out. <laughs> Cooper's going to be ahead of me banging. In, the, in, the, in, the, in the list uh, next time. Um, right. Belsey, he says. Ben and Chelsea. Oh, yeah, good. He's going to stick his neck out. I am very firmly in the It Takes Two to Kango camp. I cannot feel as though this is a little old-fashioned in some ways. Had the boot been on the other foot, Ben coming on to a very drunk and vulnerable Chelsea, we would be up in arms about how there might have been consent, but is someone taking advantage of someone in a time of crisis? I know that the male mechanics are different, but as most young men can get an erection while still asleep, I'm not sure whether this covers it. As for the friends bit, I have always been of the opinion that people like Rachel, who complain that the fact that they were the ones who instigated the breakup, but that the break broken up with party should be required to go into quarantine just in case the breaker up changes their mind, yes. has always smacked a little of wanting to have cake and eat it. <laughs> At the same time, I am very much of Lucy's generation and was brought up to believe that you do not sleep with someone for the first time when they are very drunk. It is just not the gentlemanly thing to do. I don't see why this only applies to the chaps. But Chelsea was bit pissed as well though yeah but still like even if you're that pissed you shouldn't really forget about protection no no you you sort of inexcusable i mean as yeah i agree it's definitely it takes two to angle and they're both responsible for what happened mm. but yeah if the man's got the willy and the condom goes on the willy mm. He, yeah. <laughs> there was so funny yesterday. I was talking to this guy, and he was from New Zealand, and he was talking about how much his kids love Peppa Pig, and he was like, "I'm going to do a terrible accent here," but he was going, "Oh, yeah, it's just so funny when uh, you know when uh, I love little George, and when he gets his uh, when he gets out his willies." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George is always like getting his will. Like, oh, I wish I could remember what he said. He was, gets out his little willies and starts, and then he was like, starts splashing around in puddles. And I was like, oh, you mean his willies. I thought you said his willy. I thought he was talking about, I thought he was watching like Peppa Pig porn on YouTube. <laughs> George's wallies. Oh, Peppa Pig um, does dance. <laughs> yeah. 
But yes, I think. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's a really difficult one, isn't it, Lucy? Uh, he also says, with regards to the diary, Jolene can be a nasty piece of work. Yeah. Fertling around I for something that your bitch. partner has asked you not to read anymore is childish at best. To then read it with someone else is poorer. To then make sly comments in front of the people involved is nasty. For Eddie to then play that game with George's blackmail, especially for financial gain, I think is very unpleasant. It is childish when it is George, a wrong and by any measure. But for a man of Eddie's age, for goodness sake... He said, lastly, the Pulse, bird flu. No, actually, baby pheasants. No one saw that coming. Yeah, um, regards bird to flu would have, been, would have been much yes, better. Yes, it would. And I don't believe that he would have not known what a baby pheasant looked like. I think, I think that's the thing, isn't it? I think, uh, as I said, like surely they would have just been suspicious from the start that they were much cheaper than the going rate, you know. That they, I don't think they would have been that gullible in the first place, Clary and Eddie, to say, hmm. oh, you done well to get like them cheap birds from a random farm that yeah. you can't name. When you're, when you're only eight years old <laughs> and you're buying them out of a the full transit on the lay-by on the bypass, I think well done. your prediction of frozen oh. turkeys would have been, was <laughs> funny, eh, Lucy? <laughs> right, Jean Rose, please remember, chaps, that... Uh, people's opinions are theirs, not necessarily ours. I'm just doing the reading here. May I remind <laughs> peeps that Ben got himself tested and was negative for everything. He would surely need to get Chelsea to test if she, if he had come up positive. Why worry her? Ah, oh, And who point. would mention to a boy or girlfriend that they'd had casual sex, but it's okay. Yes, Kenton is younger than Clary. She is four years older, but as Kenton, 64 and a quarter, says in his diary, he needed an older woman. And to end ah. on a rant... If Chelsea wants an abortion, she should have an abortion end of. The amount of people on Twitter saying she should have it because it's a baby. Honestly, it's a collection of cells. She must have the choice. It's fundamental. Get over yourselves. Right. Back to the decorating. Love, Auntie Jean. (laughs) I haven't seen any um, anti-abortion stuff on Twitter. That's because you're on nice Twitter, probably. Yes, I I, I am, actually. Mm. Also, I do a lot of skimming. Right. Yes. So does Auntie Jean with her decorating. Have you noticed that everybody that sends us really feisty emails are always decorating at the time? They're obviously, it's really horrible and... So they just think, right, so they just get onto their laptop and go bang, 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 and hammer hammer out an email and then get back to the... Ruth is always on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's not right. (laughs) We, Leonard, should have been up here. Oh, let's trust her. What about the skirting board? <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about um, Mick and um, and Joy. Because that was oh. funny tonight. Helen and Lee. I actually, I thought that was funny. Helen and Lee's relationship is quite yes. good. They were very, they played it really well, I thought. Yep. When, uh, yeah, when, they, when, when Lee went, oh, it doesn't, what did he say? Something like, um, oh, yeah, but don't worry about it. It doesn't, it doesn't it's really It's amazing, isn't it? How the blokes are the ones that moan. And then when the woman says, right, well, let's do something about it. They go, no, 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 don't say anything. Don't say anything. No, no but I love oh. that Helen is such a party person. I know. Well, actually, what, I mean, she said, oh, we must have been going on till 10. She went, 11. Yeah, it's nothing to do with us, Helen. Well, actually, I think it is, Lee. <laughs> Um, because no, of the boys brilliant. because of the boys it's not because of the boys it's because you just want to stop people enjoying themselves exactly but that was good i really actually enjoyed all that dialogue and you know i that's a, that's that's genuinely quite funny i think all of that 
because it's a good they all they there's they're a good threesome yeah yes they are there's um uh, i don't remember adam and ian in the hot tub did they have a hot tub yes yes they do oh they do and did they have shenanigans in there no it was just there was oh there was were they were they doing it really late at night and somebody complained or something? Right. I can't remember there was something. Yeah. But you know what it's like. It's just all sniggery sniggery, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because... I don't I don't really mind that. Yeah. Especially because they're all mixed uncle's backstory. All of that was quite yeah. funny, I thought. Yes. Oh, and yeah, the wife that that's his like. is that his daughter? Yeah. No. That's his wife. Because <laughs> oh. actually Lee and Helen have sort of come into their own as a couple, I yeah. think. Yeah. And are good, are good, but they yes. might they might turn into Pat and Tony. Yeah. Yes, Lee has that, sort of that childlike thing. He? Yeah. Well, I said, I said, I remember saying, "Oh, well, if I didn't say, I maybe thought it and didn't say it was much more likely that she's married her dad." Yeah. Yeah. She um, someone who loves toys. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because they bonded. Don't say it's a toy, else. Helen. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to, Lee. Don't touch it. It's mine. <laughs> um. <laughs> We have another time traveller. Uh, oh, wow. Patricia Johnson said that she, this is very confusing. So I can't because I'm not very good at, at chronology things. Oh yeah, we, um, get, we, get, we get, It's oh, like when the clocks go back. God, it does my yeah. head in. Um, anyway, she says she's American. She's lived in Britain since she was 19. She's now 57. She was introduced to the Arches in 1987 when I oh. met my husband to introduce me to Ambridge. I'm completely up to date with the Archers on Radio 4 and I could discuss it with my husband and a friend at the swimming pool. Jenny is in her 70s and is an original listener at her mother's knee. She really got me going the other day when she suggested Russ was the father of Chelsea's baby. It had never occurred to me. Um, so she is now listening to us chronologically, having listened to uh, Dumpty Dum as well in the late 2020s. So she's trying to sort of catch up with everything. And then she discovered us as well. So she's now listening to us from the beginning. But she said, what's really weird oh, is the coincidences. Right. She said, while listening to Bert's funeral in 2021, he was planting Frieda's rose in 2016. Very strangely, the week of the postbox arson by George Grundy, I heard the egg mobile arson in 2016, which was quickly forgotten in the events at Blossom Hill Cottage. Whoa. And Hazel Woolley refusing to allow the Grundys to return to Keeper's Cottage after the flood repairs was nicely juxtapositioned with their revenge in the turkey yard last Christmas. Uh, she said, I have added Ambridge to the couch to my roster. Uh, as I started only just about one year behind, and now I'm caught up to May 2022... I haven't needed to listen to the omnibus. I have a good memory of what you're talking about. But I've also added Shambridges into the rotor. Yay! So... Oh, you'll be able to get, get through those in about an hour. <laughs> she, said, she said, thank you ever so much for giving another dimension to the archers. You make it extra shiny. Oh, that's so... That's lovely. That's, that's a great nice. quote, actually. Extra shiny. Um, extra shiny. Oh, yeah, actually, you're really good at joy. You should do joy. Oh, God. You've got the same sort of timbre in your voice. Have oh, I? Do some joy. I can't do it now. <laughs> I know. If I gave you a script, you'd go all nervous. <laughs> go, no. There's no, 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 no. Um, Leslie Wood said, currently stranded in Australia until Christmas. I was pleased to finally be able to hear your podcast. It had Qantas ads in it. God, that's exciting, Lucy. I think we've gone up in the world. <laughs> I have an alternative plot for Ben, Beth and Chelsea. 
Beth persuades Ben to report Chelsea to the police for taking advantage of his very drunken emotional state of which Chelsea was well aware. What will Harrison do and how will Jill react? He wouldn't do that. No. No. <laughs> no. That'd be the archers gone mad. Oh, yeah, because it's so <laughs> blooming sane at the minute. Jacob Smallwood has decided to call us Flashbang and What a Picture. <laughs> I am so glad Tom Rigglesworth's dad bought Jill the portraits. <laughs> Given how things are going, hopefully Ben had his own portrait done, realised like Dorian Gray, he needs to put it in the loft. Slowly the pain will develop in the picture <laughs> while he looks and still sounds lovely. Brothel's murder or being a bit stroppy with Bess are surely the only way forward. Uh, and this one... Listen to this. This is my favourite podcast we've ever had, apart from the Liz and Olivia favorite one about podcast. them composing. I mean, favourite email. email. This is from what? Helen uh, Salim. She says, oh, I just Salim. wanted to thank you for making such a fantastic podcast. So fantastic, in fact, that on Sunday I went into labour <gasps> and when things were all getting a little chaotic, I put your podcast on and announced, don't talk to me, I'm listening to a podcast. I always find you both so funny. Listen to Lucy's Week and Ambridge did a grand job of making me smile and distracting me from contractions. I couldn't listen for long because my lovely baby decided she was coming far quicker than anticipated and pressed some kind of turbo button, meaning that she was born less than 40 minutes after the midwife came to check me over. Oh my God. I.e. walking into my house armed with little more than a pair of rubber gloves, certainly not the gas and air I was hoping for. I saved the rest of your podcast for seeing you through the first wakeful night... And what a treat it was. Thank you, thank you. I anticipate the next few months of episodes will keep me company during many night feeds and these moments as a new mum where you think you're losing your marbles. Also, I just wanted to say hi to Beatrice Bramble. I'm only just still in my 20s, but I did start listening to The Archers Age 22. So now there's two of us, three of you now. Thank you again for a great podcast. Helen, Salim and your newest fan, Baby Naya. Oh, Lucy. I know, I went a bit funny. Imagine someone listening to us while they're going into... And then she listened to the rest of it when there wasn't a person and then there was a person. Imagine that. My mouth has been wide open, that whole email. I'm completely gobsmacked. Yeah. God, blimey. I would just find us so annoying if I was in there. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe she was at the bitey-hitty stage where you just want to thump people and so maybe she was thinking about that with us. Mm. Yes, maybe she was sticking drawing pins into yeah. polystyrene. Shut up, Lucy! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that has literally blown my mind. And then carried on listening. <laughs> oh, no. As if she hadn't suffered enough. She listened to the last half. Oh, my God. I think uh, Matt Rodriguez Bain needs to write something for baby Naya. Yes. Oh, are we allowed a photo? Can we have a photo, please, Helen? We won't share it, but we just want to see it. Because I just love She is definitely, and she's our newest fan if she's literally, you know, like one day old when she heard us. Lucy, we've had a baby. I know. Oh, my God, I'm so excited about this. I won't do creepy voices for baby Naya. No, make her cry. Hello, baby Naya. <laughs> That's how I speak to Lucy on when we meet for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Baby Naya is now looking at you thinking, who is that woman? Why is she talking to me? Mom, turn this shit off <laughs> and give me your boo back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm so. Congr- well, congratulations. We yes. Congratulations. Congratulations Amazing. to all concerned. 
Yes, and yes. if if there was a um, a partner who had unprotected sex with you, congratulations to him too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's no tricky triangle. Yes, a- a la but if there was, do Josh. let us know because the only <laughs> thing we like better than babies is gossip. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Good luck with those night feet. Yeah. I think you're going to need something more substantial have your, than our Have your cost. nipples fallen off yet, Helen? That's Are they kind of swinging open oh. like little porthole things? That's what, oh. yeah. um, You and can't also, miss that bit. You can't. Although this is a reasonable um, podcast, can I just recommend Parenting Hell with Rebecca and Josh Widdicombe? Um, mm. It's my favourite podcast. Yeah, and also do not listen to whatever programme it was that Harriet listened to about patient parenting. It's all rubbish. Oh my God, don't. don't Nobody's don't. doing it right. Just just do it and you'll be fine. Well, when you've got a tiny, eeny, poony baby, it, you can be patient because they're so cute and adorable and they just go... <laughs> when they're not going... <laughs> yeah, but even mm. that you can cope. I think you can sort of cope with... Unless they've got colic, in which case they just don't oh, yeah, stop no, doing yeah, it. True, actually, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I hope you've got a good baby. Yes. I feel like baby Naya is a good baby because she of was course. born to us. Yes, formative influence, us. What Such could possibly soothe, go wrong? <laughs> soothing influence. <laughs> Maybe it was during one of my songs. Oh, no, that, I haven't done a song for ages. No. I've noticed that. Or... um. <laughs> <laughs> I have clocked. That bit's going in the edit. Um, <laughs> I hope it wasn't, I hope she wasn't fried. I hope it was, I hope Matt Rodriguez Payne had done a nice soothing yes, one Yes, it, it wasn't her. the Star Wars one, no. was it the Death March? That no, would have no, induced oh labour, I think. So. Oh my God, yeah. Mm. Oh, But how extraordinary, because I don't think I could have coped with, but I suppose you go into such a zone, don't you, when you're giving birth. And if it all came very quickly, then wow, amazing. Mm. So exciting. <laughs> Please keep in touch and let us know how it's going. Yes. Um, uh, if you need any uh, help or advice, uh, I've then got Pip's pro- number. Yeah. <laughs> then anyone else but us, honestly. Anyone else. <laughs> um, oh, I was just really excited. Do you know what I want to ask you about now? Oh, so sorry. Can I also recommend if it's still on Netflix, there's an excellent show that I used to watch while breastfeeding called The Letdown. It's an, it's an Australian comedy. It's so funny. It's so funny. And if it's still on Netflix, watch it, it during your night feeds. It's amazing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, when you're crying, just put it on <laughs> through the pain. No, no yeah. sorry. No, yeah, going to have a great time. Anyway. Um, did you use the pastry? Oh, Lucy, I didn't know if we were allowed to talk about the pastry because we only got it last week. Yes, we could talk about pastry. Okay, so I did get the pastry, Lucy, and I was like... The Dorset pastry. Yeah, and I texted you because it was amazing timing because I was making a chicken pie that day and I'd actually gone to Waitrose and bought some... um, you know, the just roll oh, yeah. pastry. But yeah. I was like, no, I've got a superior pastry now. And... um. So, unfortunately, though, when I put it, it's called um, Dorset Pastry yes. Company. When I put it on top of my chicken pie, I have a problem, which I'm sure somebody um, helpful might be able to help me with, which is when I put it on top of my chicken pie, the liquid always comes through and ah. sort of soaks my pastry. I think maybe I'm making my liquidy bit too um, loose, maybe too liquidy. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes. So I've got all my chicken and bits in and then I've got my sort of white sauce but the, it always seems to bubble through my... Okay, you know, I will like, ask Charlotte about that. 
Yeah, please. Our anyway, so chef. unfortunately, the do- the Dorset pastry got a bit soaked, so I couldn't really sort of like taste the pastry but luckily I'd had leftover pastry from it which I then just put into strips and made and so we had the just the pastry cooked on its own with nothing and it was unbelievable (laughs) it was like having croissants with our chicken pie it's so buttery because I was like "Mm, how can it be that different to any old puff pastry I promise you it is so yummy if you love buttery, pastry, Frenchy stuff that's actually in from Dorset. Oh my God, it was amazing. I genuinely, I actually haven't Googled to see how much it costs. Because <laughs> you didn't. I you didn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it to put me off <laughs> buying They've got it. an Instagram, Dorset underscore pastry. I'm going to, I am going to dare to look because, because it is definitely superior to um, Madeira Just Roll. Well, it's won, um, it's won all these taste awards and things, hasn't it? Actually, I'm going to look on Instagram. What's mm. it called? Dorset Pastry. Dorset Pastry. Mm. Uh, yeah, if you like cooking... Has Charlotte used it yet? No, not yet. Oh, I promise you, don't bother putting on anything. Just just cook it <laughs> and eat it for breakfast. <laughs> I reckon if... I actually... Because I've got some in the freezer and I was thinking, I could actually just get it out, like cook it in the morning and then just put Nutella on top. I think yeah. it would be Ooh. sensational. Well, you could almost make like a me foy thing out of it, couldn't you? Oh, I wouldn't know put how to that, do that. But put the icing sugar on the top and some cream and stuff and a few strawberries. The, look what they've done on the Instagrams. They've mm. made loads of stuff. Yeah, look, they've made just sort of biscuits with it. Mm. Oh, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> I don't know where it's stocked. I need to find out. And also I'm a bit worried about how much a packet's going to set me back. <laughs> but but I, can you recommend it, madam? Uh, like, literally... It's really annoying when people say this. 110%, Lucy. No, 100% recommend this. I will ask Charlotte about your pie problem. And yeah, I will I, report back when she's tried it as well. Thanks, because I'm guessing that I've either made my sauce too runny or that the hole is too, the cross I'm putting on it is too, I don't, yeah, ask Charlotte. Did you, see, did you seal it? Did you stick it down? Well, I do it in a sort of like cruisey dish thingy, Bob. Not mm. in a, not in a, I should probably do it in a flat thing. But so when I put it down, it sort of sits on, right on top of it. And I do okay. seal it, sort of seal it round. Right. But it doesn't, doesn't often rise because the liquid sort of soaks Okay. Up. This is making me very hungry, this conversation. Have you not had your dinner? I had the bow bun. That's oh, yeah. not very Oh, oh so you just had it dinner. as a snack. Yes. <laughs> you didn't need it. You should have just put some pastry in the oven. Oh, <gasps> if stop saying the word pastry. It's making me starving. Put, if you'd have put that pastry in the oven with a bit of duck. Yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. Bit of duck. Yeah. Because I love... turkeys. I love buttery stuff. Like, mm. um, I love buttery croissants. And you know that, like, butter... Um, What's it called? Like where you get a Normandy sort of butter oh, tart it's got thing. The, yeah. Tart tatan or something a like that. Tartiflette. Oh my God, I just love all that stuff. Yeah. And in fact, just the butter that you get in Brittany and Normandy where oh, it's got big God. salt crystals in it. <laughs> I love uh, butter. I mm. do. I love butter. Also, it came to us, Lucy, packaged cleverly, didn't it? In like silver foily stuff. Yes. And I was like, Helen's cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why just Helen? Yes, yes, yes. 
So, and it emerged immaculate. So why Helen made quite the performance that she did made about... Uh, yeah, because it's that. easy. Yes. Oh my absolutely. God, Lucy, they've got... Oh yeah, because they do different types of pastry, I think, as well. Mm. Oh yes, 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 please. <laughs> butter, butter, butter. <laughs> I said to Charlotte once, why do, how do, do, does restaurant food taste so entirely different and better than home Butter food? and salt. And she said... Yeah, butter, cream and salt. Yeah, that's the thing. So mm. you put salt on. I made a roast dinner for my family, for Rufus's family last week. He did the marathon, actually. Oh, did and he? Then, yeah, and then uh, wow. and I, I made a big roast dinner for everyone. And uh, although I think he was feeling a bit sick, he was like, mm, delicious. <laughs> Some roast chicken and potatoes. Oh. Well, he's still sitting there in his tinfoil blanket. <laughs> yeah, basically sh- <laughs> shaking. And I was like, sit down. We've been, you've been bloody ages. This has been getting cold in the oven. Just eat it. But um, I didn't, because I'm so used to cooking for kids, I don't actually add salt to anything. Really. Oh, I see. And then, But there, his family around, and they were like, have you got any salt and pepper? <laughs> and they were just like adding so much salt. I, I'd completely forgotten to put salt on the potatoes. Oh, it's, God. It was awful. <laughs> I'm so used to it now. But they were literally like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it taste of something. Got any marmite, soy sauce, anything, anything. I should have just served them pastry. <laughs> <laughs> that would have gone down much better. Half a pound of butter. Um, and now, oh, let's yes, go now. over to Radio, Radio. Borsa Shire Naya. Rhymes. <laughs> Naya Rhymes for Shire. I know a Naya. Now you know two. Now I know two. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, I have decided to be elf. Do you think Radio Borchester would like to follow my journey through elf by sponsoring me going to Elf Farm, where I have massage and wear a big fluffy dressing gown all day and eat walnut? Or why not? Visual. Well, yes, I know, but I could record all my procedure. They could hear me going oof in the massage and splosh about in aquatherapy. Maybe not colonic. No. Oh, oh, now. Hello, hello. It is me, Febreze of Felpersham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon because I have. Today on my show, we have Mrs. Clary Grundy, who is the winner of the Flowers and Production Show. I believe, Mrs. Clary Grundy, that you won more of the productions than anyone else. Your lemon curdy and all your chanties won everything. I did do quite well, yes, Fabrice, thank you. Although I was up against some stiff competition, obviously. Yes, I understand Mrs. Carol Toboggan produced some very strange chanties. Well, I wouldn't exactly say strange, but they were certainly more avant-garde than I would have attempted. Essentially, I do straightforward farmhouse cookery, Febreze. If you can't put it on a jacket potato, I ain't interested. 
and it's surprising what you can put on a jacket potato if you put your mind to it. Cheese, obviously, beans, cold roast meat and stuffing, toothpaste, a banana. It depends what sort of day you're having. Do you have flour and produce shows in Eurovision? Oh, yes. Biggest goat, aubergine, what look most like a cheeky bit, cheeky bit, what look most like an aubergine. It was very fun, but the Eurovisions are very hot-blooded people and they had to abandon it as too much fatality. So, you have brought along some of your winning entries, I think, Mrs. Clary Grundy, your Chunty champion. Oh, is this Chunty? It is quite brown. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I think brown's a nice, healthy colour for food. You know where you are with brown. That's me apple, turnip and sultana chunty. Chutney. Ah, got me at it now. And what would I eat this with? Turkey. Or cheese and crackers. Thy turkeys aren't ready yet, so I bought along some Borchester blue. Stick a blob on top of that. Oh, lovely. Thank you. That really is quite strong, isn't it? It is also surprisingly crunchy. Ah, yeah. I don't bother to cook the turnip. It gives it that bit of bite. I like food that stands up for itself. Yes, well, that is certainly quite aggressive. I'll just dab my eyes a moment. Do you have an Andy's Andy? Oh, yes, thank you. Your mascara's running a bit. I know. You should see me when it is the bake-up and Noel Fielding have to say, and now it is my sad job to say one of you is leaving tent because the thing you made was horrible. I weep on sofa and Graham have to console me with a porn star martini and some scampy knicky-knacks. Uh, what else have you brought to take the taste away? Try my lemon curd. It's zingy. What would you eat this with? Turkey. Stick it on a bit of this cracker. Oh, zingy. Oh, I can't open my mouth properly. My tongue has gone numb. Oh, you'll be fine. In fact, better than fine. Because I realised after the judging I'd only gone and got my caster sugar muddled up with the worming powder for their turkeys. So not only is it nice and invigorating, but you'll also be covered for gizzard blight for the next three months. Oh, that is nice and elf. I like that. What is this little pot? Carol Toboggan's Mushroom and Black Bean Tapenade. Shall we have a try? I've not opened it yet. Ah, Fabrice, I'm not sure about this. I don't know what tapenade is, but I don't think it should make you feel this funny. My legs have gone dancey. Oh, look at the lights, though, Mrs Clary. All snaky. Shall we have some crisp? You are very beautiful. You look like Bruce Willis. I can smell pink. That man in there is waving at me. Shall we wave back? He is stuck in that little room. That is very sad. Poor man. What is he saying? Oh, bye-bye. He say he's going. Oh, no, we are going. Goodbye, little man. Goodbye, everybody. 
And remember, don't eat mushroom tapestry if you don't know where it come from. Bye. Radio Borsetshire. Thank you, Fabrice. Um, are you doing this bit? Yes. Sorry, I didn't find my doctor. If you time. would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at, at on Ambridge. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. By the way, Mrs. Voiceover yeah. Lady, I heard yeah. you doing Lidl on before in between on, the Bake Off. On the telly. Yes. Yeah, occasionally they let, they let me on the telly. Yeah. Some, sometimes. I went, Woo, this is Harriet, and squeaked a bit with excitement. <laughs> No one was in the room with me, though, which was a bit disappointing because I couldn't share the excitement. The dog sort of looked up, but that was it, really. Keeper wasn't bothered. He's like, I, can do that. I get my own shout out on the podcast now. <laughs> yes, sometimes they let me loose on the teller. Very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. No, for me it was. I'm okay, so good, Lucy. <laughs> and now over to Matt Rodriguez Payne, who now? has done his version of the <gasps> typewriter song wow, or the I music they use on the news quiz. But I pointed out to him that it actually now sounds like me trying to do the script <laughs> before Harriet says, "Are we recording or not?" <laughs> like tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I need another two minutes. Hang on. When I when I just went off and did another voiceover. Yeah. So you could type the script. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, right. You ready? It's good in this. Yeah, can't wait. I love this. Here we go. Hey. That's 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 um uh award winning. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> it, it that works so well with I know. the archers. I was thinking, how the bloody hell is he gonna get that? Oh he has, and then there and then there wow. it is. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. I was um, gonna say we should dedicate that one to Naya, but it's not quite no. right, is it? It's a bit no. a bit frenetic for breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have to be tap dancing or something at the same time. <laughs> Unlikely. Imagine listening to that in labour. Oh, that would be so oh, stressful. <laughs> so stressful. It is, a little... <laughs> it is quite a stressful piece of music to listen to, isn't it? Yeah, because it makes you frantic, doesn't it? Yeah. But well, that's like... why I've said to him, that's me That's me doing, yeah. this, doing the script. Yeah, it's the, it gives you the sweats. Because <laughs> I'm just waiting there. Are you I'm, ready? Lucy, not... are you ready? Text me when you're ready, Lucy. <laughs> <sighs> just put, ping me. Are you ready yet? <laughs> Did you get my message about pinging me, Lucy? (laughs) 
dear. Um, right, well, we should probably go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.